0: Hey friends, welcome to It's All In My Head, where I talk to people about their experiences with mental health in a real, raw, and vulnerable way. I'm here to share stories that connect us to others in the way that mental health shows up for us, the challenges that we face, the stuff that gets us through, and perhaps most importantly, how we remain resilient. I'm your host, Joel Kaskinen. I feel like I say this every time or will say this every time for every episode. Um, but I am super excited to have my guest today. Um, and when I say excited with every guest, I'm I genuinely will mean that I'm excited for every guest. But with this particular person, I mean, like obsessed thrilled to be here. Like, cannot wait have been dying to do this. Um, So yeah. Uh, Without further ado, I would love to welcome my favorite person in the whole world, my best friend, Monica Purdy. Oh,
1: shucks. (laughs) Thank you very much.
0: So Monica, um, I always like to start, I say always as if I've done this forever, but um, I would like to start by asking what your relationship with Mental health is, um, and if you would just kind of kick us off by sharing with our friends that are listening what what that means to you and kind of how that manifests for you.
1: Yeah. Wow. How do I even start? I guess I just automatically think of. Um, I feel like I'm really close to you. Right <laughs> Gosh. Um. Yeah, I automatically think of my brother passing away, and. I never really thought of it before then. I was just, like, living my life, almost kind of, like, cruising through, like, whatever. Didn't really, like, tune in to myself because I was just not thinking about that. And then Mike's death almost, like, forced me, like, what are you doing? Like, how do you feel, like, checking in with my body? And that's really when the whole mental health thing started for me and just, like, yeah, being... Like when you lose some, when I lost him and like being in bed for three months after, like I never had to think about that before. Like I never was just like, what if I don't get out of bed today? And like all of that. And then all of a sudden it's three months. I can't even get out of bed. And then I have to start thinking like, what can I do for myself? Or like, what am I doing? What Um, is this? Like, I didn't even know that was a possible feeling. And so that's when yeah that's when it all started for me really
0: yeah um so do you mind if we give a little context for yeah. to our guests um i i think you and i obviously know the story and many of the people that will probably listen to this are people <gasps> that are close Excuse to me. us yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> are people that are close to us but um for those that don't know you that will be listening um i i think it's important to give some context. Um, So Monica, you and I, we met in college. It was pretty much like day one or day two of college, freshman year. It's like best
1: friends at first sight. It
0: was immediately, it was like, you know, like I often explain it to people as like when you're in a kindergarten classroom and you're like (laughs) playing on, like playing on the ground with those little like foam blocks that every kindergarten classroom has. Mm -hmm. And like you immediately become friends with someone because they have the same like color block or whatever it is. Yeah. Like like, you you have
1: a red one. I would immediately
0: become best friends in that was what it was like for us and it was because we were both the like bumbling like idiots that were like
1: we don't care
0: what people think and we're gonna talk and ask the questions and answer and speak up in class and it was we're living. just gonna be our wild selves. Yeah. And we immediately were like, we both had this feeling of like we have to be best friends and that's kind of where it started for us. Yes. Um, and we
1: took pictures on the MacBook immediately. Oh God, like we just distorted uh, our faces. We I was so like did. Do you wanna be my friend? Uh do you wanna take cool pictures? cool <laughs> The little like iMac photos like photo <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuff. I forgot about that. That was the best part. Um,
0: Um, But yeah, so that's kind of where our relationship started. And then Mm -hmm. um, to get like into the story with Mike specifically, so we were best friends for all four years of college. And then Mm -hmm. um, I I just want you to share kind of um, what graduation day slash that week um, was like for us, just because I think both of us have... Very distinct memories of that week, and mm-hmm. I have it from a different perspective. And I think it's important for our guests to kind of know what that um, week was like um, in order yeah. to get a full kind of picture of what where your mental health mental health yeah. journey started.
1: Well, it didn't go well because clearly <laughs> I was in bed for three months after, true, true. so yes. spilled the beans on that one. But yeah, I guess I'll just say. Yeah. The week before. So my brother, Mike was in Alaska and he was there for his second season. He was going to be a zipline guide and yeah, just like very free spirit, just, um, so inspiring without even knowing that he was inspired. I think those are the most inspirational people. They're just like living their truth. And you're just like, I want to do that. Yeah. Mike was
0: just one of those people that he didn't know that he was special, that everyone else knew that he was special.
1: Totally. He like embodied that and not to put him on a pedestal. That's just like, that's just who he was as a human. And so, okay. So like the week leading up to it, he texted me a selfie. He summited this peak in Alaska that no one had supposedly ever summited. And he unofficially named it Purdy Peak. So he was like, yo sis look what I did and I thought it was awesome and then um yeah he was just like love ya and I, the time difference was like like what six hours from Alaska hours to Michigan hours, yeah. maybe more or less I don't know but I had to go to bed so I was like I'll text you in the morning um and he was like cool and I forgot to text him I was like busy with school stuff um I just put quotes, but nobody can see that. But like busy, <laughs> like nobody's ever really busy. If you want to do something, you fucking do it. But I was, uh-huh. um, I was busy that week. And so all of a sudden, I think it was like Tuesday I texted him and I asked his address because I was going to send him something. And the text didn't go through. Cause we all know with iPhones, blue means delivered and green means like they don't have yeah, service. Yeah. And so that's what happened. I didn't think much of it, but, um, So that night I literally woke up from a dead sleep after texting him and it didn't go through. And I had this vision that he had passed away. Like I literally woke up from a dead sleep and like saw him laying, like had this visual of him like laying on the ground, like surrounded by rocks. And I felt insane the next morning. I think I shared it um, to my partner at the time and But I was also, like, in denial, and I was just like, what? Like, that's so weird. And I was, like, almost judging myself. I'm like, who does that? Like, who just, like, wakes up and they're like, just had like, a vision slash dream that my brother died. So, like, I felt really uncomfortable, but there was also, like, this, like, awakening inside of me that's, like, that was real. Like, that happened. Mm -hmm. And nobody, so, like, nobody really heard from him that week, and I remember my his girlfriend at the time. Um, So when things really started to turn, she called his work and he missed his first day of work. And like my stomach just dropped because it's such a weird feeling. Like you're, you're in such denial, but you know the truth. I was just like, no way. Like, that's not a thing. But like my gut was just like, he's not with us anymore. And there's no really proof of it except that he hadn't gone to work. And then my family was driving up for graduation. It was like seven hours away because we were in Northern Michigan University and they were in Lansing. Um, they came up and I was just like acting weird and off. I didn't know how to like bring it up or anything. I think my mom was like, have you heard from Mike? And I was like, no. and just kind of like covering it up <laughs> and just almost like. It's weird because I wanted to have like a good graduation day Mm. and it was like that perfectionist in me that's like everything has to be good. Yeah. Everything's good. Like it's fine. Like almost like swipe, like sweep it under the rug, which now I couldn't even imagine doing. I'm like, shit's wrong. Let's talk about it. But Um, like back then I was just like, no, it's fine. And yeah, so then I went through graduation. I felt like a zombie. I don't even really remember it. I, we took a picture together. Neither, I don't even remember.
0: Neither of us have memories of graduation yeah. because it was miserable for both of us in yeah. wildly different ways, different obviously. Ways. But like it, we both had on um, the day that's supposed to be the best day of our lives mm-hmm. when you graduate from college. Mm-hmm. And neither of us have me- like distinct memories of that day because exactly. we both went through the motions. Anyway, mm-hmm.
1: sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. I was like burping. I'm glad you interrupted. (laughs) I said like three burps in a row right there.
0: Um,
1: I don't know how much this microphone can pick up, but (laughs) you might be hearing some burps in the background.
0: Everyone burps, everyone (laughs) farts.
1: Whatever. Um, So yeah, I think we were in the hotel room after graduation and I was like, I have something to tell everyone. And then I just broke down and that's when. My family called like search and rescue, and that's when everything just started to take place. And fast forward, so they're like, Denali, he was in Denali, Alaska. It's six million acres. Yeah, which huge. I don't wanna like throw out facts, but I think someone said it's like the size of Connecticut. So like people are searching and in that amount of space is just crazy. So when well,
0: it's wilderness and it's vast yeah. and it's barren and like
1: yeah. Exactly. So they first I think the night before they had found his car in a parking lot um, mm. in the park and his windows were down. So which kind of meant like he wasn't supposed to be out for that long. But again, like it's just like this whole, like you're, you're telling yourself like, this isn't real. This is absolutely not my reality. Uh-huh. And your gut, your intuition, you know, it's right. Yeah. And so I think um, everyone went back to Lansing and I had a good support system. Like you, And all my friends at the time. So I was like, I'm going to stay here. And I had to like move out of my house anyways. Right. And then, yeah, I think like halfway through their drive home, they were at the Claire rest stop and my mom called me and like, I hadn't, I've never heard her voice like that before. And she said, who are you with? And I just knew like everything in my whole system just dropped. And she said, Mike's dead. And I was like pacing around the house and I was like, no, no, no. And I got off, and I called you immediately.
0: Immediately, and yeah. I
1: don't even know what I said.
0: I remember distinctly, actually. Did you? Because oh my we, gosh. So these are the. I don't remember much of that week because it was just a shitty, busy, crazy week for both of us. But yeah, what I do remember is you. So on Tuesday, when you didn't get like a response from Mike, your text mm-hmm. didn't go through. You called me, and you said, "I haven't told anyone this yet, but other than." him at the time Mm -hmm. um but you had that dream and i remember you calling me and telling me that and i was like everything's fine i promise you he's okay like he just doesn't have service his phone's dead like whatever
1: what'd your gut say though and
0: i i think i knew as well because i could tell in your voice and in your mind like knowing so you like
1: took on the energy or like oh
0: shit right because i'm such an empath and for like i can sense energies and Mm -hmm. i knew because you knew yeah and I could feel that energy and I had to be strong and I had to tell you like it's okay everything's fine like we're gonna get through this like he's fine blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. and uh, so I remembered that distinctly and then I remember you calling me and it was the day after graduation mm-hmm. um and so uh, that day I so I had packed up at, and I was out of my house um on graduation day and so i was in the hotel with my family mm-hmm. and i got the call from you and i just i knew immediately i mean like mm-hmm. it, it was the same thing that you just said that like you would never heard your mom's voice like that before it, i knew i mean like i i i'd never heard your voice like that before and yeah. i was like i'm on my way like i just dropped everything mm-hmm. and i left the hotel my pa- like my parents my family my grandparents everyone was there and i just i was sobbing and i was like i have to go like mike's yeah. gone and i like i told them all like monica like i have to be there for monica like mm-hmm. I, and i literally told them all you go home this is goodbye like you're driving the six hours back home i will see you in a couple of days but like
1: yeah, I mean, um, you showed like, up I, like an Uber like, driver. I got to go.
0: I you were just like <laughs> immediate. I, I was like, oh I, shit! I shit. literally, I was not even off of the phone before I was like putting my shoes on and like getting ready to go, like packing mm-hmm. up out of the hotel. And I, I mean, I was in the hotel less than five minutes after to like tell my family yeah. like, where I was going.
1: And I think you told Diane <clears throat> and Grace and Meg something like maybe Diane.
0: So I called Diane on my yeah. way, and I said, "This is what's going on. I I need you, like mm-hmm. because so." for, hey, friends that are listening, <laughs> Monica and Diane and I, we were the the three Musketeers, you know, like we yes. did, I mean, we were besties. We still are besties. We, I mean, like they were my like two people and we 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 all were that for each other. And um, so I called Diane on the drive, like in the five minute drive from the hotel to your apartment, mm-hmm. um, and I called Diane and she was like, okay, I'm getting Grace and Megan, we're, we're coming. Yeah. And so- That was I, amazing. So I got there to your place and we just bawled on the couch. I mean, mm-hmm. it was were just, just immediately it. like, I was like holding you, we were crying, mm-hmm. just like just so disgustingly messy, but like real and raw and vulnerable and like beautiful and emotional. And I was holding you. We were crying. And then Tim got there. Mm -hmm. And so I took a step back, obviously, to, like, let him come in and, like, give you, like, Mm -hmm. what you needed from him and what he needed from you. And so I started, I think I started, like, packing some of your belongings um, while, like, the two of you were on the couch because you were supposed to pack up and, like, move out of your apartment. So I think Mm -hmm. I started packing for you. And then Diane and Grace and Megan got there and so uh, like the four of us kind of all just like took turns like holding you and comforting you and like you know like packing things I think I like did dishes even
1: I don't even remember grief is like they don't talk about the grief blackout they're only like oh blackout drunk it's like no you can be you can be so sad that you don't remember exactly you're just like like I don't even remember that I do remember that after We all drove to Lake Superior and we just watched the sunset in silence and I don't think anybody talked for hours and that was like the most- We were there
0: for hours. Yeah.
1: And then the Northern Lights came out that Mm -hmm. night and- They were like dancing in the sky and I had never seen them before.
0: And I still have a photo of that night. Me too. And I have one of the like sunset over the lake and one that like is a shitty photo. It like is so bad because (laughs) the Northern lights, you cannot capture it in photo form and like have it look good. I mean like that. It just doesn't happen, but I like I have those photos and every time I look at them, like it brings me to tears because I remember silence for the first, I mean like, neither of us are silent people. Like we both are like wild and crazy and like always talking and like doing whatever. And for six of us, like humans to be together as social beings, but all of us were just literally sitting there holding each other, holding hands, hugging, Mm -hmm. embracing. We had blankets and like everything. And we just sat there for hours and not a single one of us spoke. It was so beautiful. And when the Northern Lights came out, when we talk about this pretty often, you and I, we feel Mike and we see Mike in other things yes. now that he's gone. I saw him that night in the Northern lines yeah. and like, and I'm sure we all did. Totally. And, like we all felt that. And
1: I'd never been in touch like that before. Like before I'm just like, that's a pretty sky. And like now I'm just like, Oh, that's Mike there. Yeah. And now it's become so a part of my life that I'm just like, we talked about this before even recording, but just how so we're just like, Hey, how's it going to like talking to animals, animals and and, trees. Deer, and you just like, I will just be walking and I'll just say, thank you uh,
0: out of yeah. nowhere.
1: And I'm just like, but it's really not out of nowhere. Like it's just this deep inner knowing that I'm so confident in and I feel him that I don't feel like I need to explain it. It just feels with me. But I that was so the start vulnerable. of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think that was the start of like it, all of this for both of us. And you the know, spirituality the spi- part too. For me, it was the the start of my spiritual journey um yeah. when it comes to grief. Um because so I was raised in the church. You were raised Mm -hmm. in the church. We talk about this pretty regularly too, because another very good friend of ours, Abby, um, Mm -hmm. she, the two of you met at like church camp Mm -hmm. and then came to Northern together and we all became really good friends. But um, so I was raised in the church and was always very, like, into it. Like, my whole family, we did, like, you know, the church, like, youth groups and Awana or whatever it was called, um, which is, like, a little, like, church. Iguana?
1: What did you just say? Awana. Oh. <laughs> Iguana.
0: Um, it was, like, a church program for youth. Um, it was, like, a summer program, like, kind of, like, vacation Bible school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even remember, really, I don't really remember much of it. I just remember these, like, little characters that, like, I don't know. It was this program, whatever. Yeah. We were into it at so, the yeah, time. Yeah, we were into it at the time. And I, so when I lost my grandma, I was like trying to find peace with that. And that was the first loss I experienced. And that was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And, I didn't have the emotional maturity, the emotional intelligence or like the ability to like cope and grieve her Mm -hmm. loss because I was not ready to do so. And then I'd lost a couple of uncles and like, you know, other extended family members in the years between eighth grade and college. Mm -hmm. And the real first, like me being able to, to like feel and understand death and grief and loss and, like my spirituality and how that connects to that, like that journey of mental health and healing um, was with Mike. And yeah. it was because, you know, when you're graduating, we were 22 or 21. I don't remember how old I was when I, we graduated, but around there. Um, and yeah, I mean, like we just, it, it was the first time that I was like at a space in time in my life where I was able to like comprehend and fully like dive into that emotionally. And I think yeah. you were able to do that too. Without
1: um, even, oh, just without like happened knowing, so naturally yeah, without knowing, like that we all of a sudden my brother's in the sky and you're yeah. just like, huh, what? Like, how do you even, you know, and there's insecurities that came with that for me because it's like, how do you even, it's like this proving, like, how do you prove or explain that? And then it's like but you also don't why like, do you
0: need to prove exactly. it exactly. That's what's that's, that's something... what I've
1: like become now. Yeah. Like, it's so freaking cool. Yeah, and like, we always the... think
0: that we have to, but it it's like no. In reality, exactly. we don't have to. We don't need to prove to anyone. We don't need to explain to anyone because yeah. this is what we feel. This is true to us.
1: And you just need to be. I like like fully think like when we're like our full, authentic, true selves. People are attracted to that because I mean, that's it's full and authentic so and true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a tongue twister. But you know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're like, Oh, that person's being themselves, sounds like, mm-hmm. That's well cuz you see like, <laughs>
0: like yellow my friend Katie who works with me at Western um mm-hmm. she describes it as like yellow love light and you like if you want to experience positive from someone you channel a yellow light around them loved with that. love it's and it's like an aura yeah and you have to channel that but also when they are doing that to other people when they're expressing that outwardly you see that in them already so totally. you it, it's this intrinsic and extrinsic kind of like love light Mm-hmm. and I just I, that, I mean that's why we're so close because we totally. both project that outward like aura of love and of acceptance and of beauty mm-hmm. and we also are seeking that in each other and
1: yeah, and I believe truly that it's in everybody and I think you can find it in people and I don't think it like necessarily matters what like God, universe, whatever you believe in, right. it's like we're all, totally,
0: we're, all, we're all here for
1: the same thing like we're just trying to be loved and understood and listened to and all of that and i think it's really cool that you can come together on so many different levels like that definitely and i guess like the spirituality part um so we all went to alaska after he passed away like four days after so what happened was he accidentally fell when he was climbing um the reason is unknown like there might have been like a bird That startled him, it might have been a slippery rock, but he was just bouldering and accidentally fell 70 feet. But um, the park rangers were like, "Um, we don't think he passed away right away. And we were like, well, what do you mean? And they have like GoPro and camera footage. So what, he took four pictures, like right before he passed away, it's this beautiful blue sky and there's branches. And if you look closely, there's blood all over the branches. And the first picture is blurry and the fourth one is like in perfect focus. Yeah. And to me, I'm just like, that's incredible. Like, I don't, I can't even, I can't imagine, I can't be there, but like to get like a perfect shot, like to almost know that you're like entering into the next life. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to think. Um, And just to have that. And then also um he had GoPro footage where he was like looking at this. the doll sheep which I have a tattoo of like a little tribute to him but he was looking at them and talking he's like don't worry guys. Like, I mean, no harm. And he had his GoPro on and, and then he was
0: singing to them. Yes. It, it was, it's, I uh, tell people when, or not, I guess I don't really tell people about this, but like when I think about this, cause I often do, um, I like reference it as being what I refer to as startlingly beautiful because it was just like, just it went from like, terribly painful because you know what's coming Mm -hmm. and like you know like you've put yourself in Mike's shoes of like he knows that he's passing on but he's taking his last breaths in focus taking photos and Mm -hmm. like sharing his Beautiful life and his beautiful memory with us, mm-hmm. and like singing to the sheep and all of that is it's just startlingly beautiful because it's morbid, but it's also like amazing at the same exactly. time, exactly.
1: And like the fact that we got to see that too, we didn't see it gives you closure. Yeah, a bit. he was singing, he said, He was singing, Carry on, my wayward mm-hmm. son, there'll be peace when you're done, lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more. <laughs> and me. like, there's no coincidences there, like, what you were just singing it's, that on yeah. the ridge, and then. He looked down at his shadow and turned his camera off right before. But just, like, all the events leading up to it, like, I feel so grateful, first of all, that they found him. It was literally this older man um, on the search and rescue team, and all he told us, he's, he was like, I was thinking what I would do if I was Mike's age, and Mike was 24 at the time, and he just started walking up a ridge and just came across him. Like, this whole, like, everything, like, I know it sounds scattered, like, the way we're telling it, but, like, as a whole, it's, like, so beautiful, and I feel Mm -hmm. so grateful that we even got any sort of clarity like that. Um, Yeah, and so we, like, we saw him, like, in the, at the funeral home, we got him, his ashes cremated, and then we went to the park and spread them where he was. Like, to me, that's, like, more than I could ever ask for. Yeah. And it's so amazing. And also so sad and just like looking back now, it's so much easier to tell. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I was for a long time, I was like, what would Mike want to do? What would, what would Mike want to do? And then after a while, I think like two years after I'm like, wait, what do I want to do? Because doing things for yourself is like benefiting the whole. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to like come into that of like, live like mike do this for him and it's just like no like do it for you like live your best life and in turn you're
0: you're serving mike exactly yeah Ugh. okay let's take a quick break and then i want to jump back into the spirituality aspect and i also want to chat about um the like time frame of like the cycle of mental health and like how all of this kind of like comes in waves and I I think there's a lot to explore there that we've talked about like in separate conversations so we'll be right back (laughs) Okay. So I want to get back into the spirituality aspect of things um, that we were talking about and referencing earlier. We started with the connection to nature and to animals and to like seeing those that we've lost um, and feeling those that we've lost in other settings now. Um, I I guess I, I had said that the first time I ever truly felt that was with Mike in the northern lights that night Mm -hmm. um what 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 does that look like for you most of the time and Mm -hmm. when I think it's maybe I'm lying here but did it start in that moment for you too or Mm -hmm. had you ever felt that before
1: um I felt maybe I felt it before but I didn't have a connection to it like I think there was always a part of me that like almost wanted to feel that but it was like forceful Mm -hmm. um So I would say, yeah, it did start that moment. And for a long time, that's what I was trying to channel and like experience the most. Whereas now it just comes naturally. But like I would like meditate and um, like go to yoga a bunch and like really try to like tune into that and Mm -hmm. be like, I remember there was a um, I'm a very like visually stimulated person. So like I would be meditating in yoga and for I think like two to three months so I would like close my eyes and it's completely silent in the room and I would see Mike like in a field with a mountain in the background and he was just sitting there peacefully and I would always go back to that spot and looking back like that almost kind of sounds like a center or a grounding but I needed that at the time I'm like I need. I almost like needed that clarity and that validation. I was like, I need to see you. I need to know that you're okay. Um, I got multiple medium readings that were like extremely accurate and like really cool to experience where they were like, he came in right away. And I could go on for, to that for days, but I think, That's not the point. The point is like, I needed that (laughs) at the time. And so I would seek it out and I would find it. And I think it's like manifesting. It's just like, I want to see you. Like, I want to see you. And then he'd show up like, I want to see you in the sky or I want this and that. And like, to me, that was like building the foundation of spirituality, like really Mm -hmm. like honing it in grounding down and like seeking it out now it just become like it just naturally feels like a part of me. I feel like I sometimes like to make fun of it or poke fun because I do think it's funny. Like a deer literally <laughs> came up to my front porch the other day, and I was like a middle-aged woman like feeding it hamburger buns. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I was ta- I literally looked at though we had a moment, and I was like, "What's up, brother?" Like, "What's up?" And he was just looking at me, and like that's so like. That's like the crazy old woman and like, so funny. And I love that though. I love that. Um, there can be like humor and also seriousness because that reminds me when he passed away, I literally thought that I lost my humor. I was just like, it's gone. I'm not a funny person. I'm so dark and like, which is so
0: wild because you are one of the funniest people I (laughs) have ever met in my entire life. And like, if you were to ever lose your humor, you would be a completely different person. So it's really funny that you think that you lost it because, honestly, like, I get through so much of my bullshit. Like just talking to you because like, you are so fucking like funny. Like, Thank you're you. Hilarious. I think so
1: too, but I, I really, know, I, I like to think it's not my <laughs> ego. I'm just like, well, fuck. I'm just like a funny person. You this are lifetime. truthfully yeah. hilarious. Thank you. Um, yes. But that's how I feel about the deer now. Like the contrast of like being so serious and like in that space to like build my foundation to now where it's just like a natural part of me. And it's really cool. When I don't even know how it happened. It's just like naturally I just let stuff flow through me. I like felt exactly what I needed to feel. Basically did everything that you're told not to do in this society, in this world. <laughs> don't feel your emotions. I'm going to feel them. Well, suppress everything. Even, I, I won't. That
0: speaks testament to uh, who you are as a spiritual being.
1: Well, thank you.
0: You, you, uh, I think both, so we both are rebels. I literally um, just
1: pictured us in like monk clothing talking to each other right now. <laughs> so we're both, rebels.
0: We're both rebels. We both are not the kind of people that, and I'm much so much more so than you follow rules. But like, mm-hmm. I think we both are just like, we like to live on the edge and we like to push the boundaries and we we're like to crazy. push the envelope and be crazy. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, but I for, do it for, without for, even for,
1: trying, though. Yes, you're right. You yeah. do. You're so
0: organically <laughs> rebellious. And it's like, you re- too, though. You're rebellious in like the, the best ways. It's like okay. the healthy rebellion, not like. We are like re- We're not like trying to like Violate laws or things like that no. We just like we talk about the shit That people don't like to talk about We burp and fart in public We talk about sex We like Did you know We we literally we, we share our emotions We cry mm-hmm. in public We dance in public I mean like we just we are rebellious we, Yeah that's like just when I hear
1: When I hear that someone like had a really tough time and they were like crying through it all kind of like what you just shared with me i'm just like fuck yeah exactly (laughs) that's amazing like feel that like if you don't feel it like where do you think it goes like i think the most important thing no matter what your beliefs whatever system like just like feel it and it's so hard and it's like so dark Mm -hmm. i have gone to places where I. Don't even want to admit that I've gone.
0: I mean, same. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like really, really dark where I was just like, what am I even doing here? And then it almost feels like, I guess I get the imagery of like me picking myself up and carrying on like every time, even a few weeks ago. Yeah. I actually journaled about this. Um, I saw myself like, like laying and like really sad, like laying down and crying. And then there was this other version of myself that was like pure, light and I was just holding myself and like nurturing myself back to health and I feel like I just pictured those
0: little (laughs) balls in the movie Inside Out (gasps) with the emotions and the little light balls versus the like the yellow versus blue and like sadness comes in and like tries to steal joy. I just visualized you (gasps) doing that like instead of ball form but like Monica
1: form. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) But yeah just like picking picking myself up and carrying on but also having a support system it's like a which balance which i think is
0: so important too yeah so okay i want to dive into that a little bit further because so uh, you and i are both uh, we consider ourselves each like each other's support systems but mm-hmm. obviously we have additional people in that but i want to talk more about like not necessarily the people in our support systems, but the things that get us through. So like when when we think spirituality and support systems, you know, you talked already about yoga and meditation, how you did that um, for a long time to try to like channel and manifest what you thought that you needed at that time. Mm -hmm. But I know that you now have like shifted away from that as much, Mm -hmm. but like back in that moment, you were like, you were going through, or you had just gone through yoga teacher training school prior to uh, like all of this happening um, Mm -hmm. and you were like super into yoga at that time. And then when you like, after Mike passed, you like did a lot of yoga. It was like, you know, it was Mm -hmm. when you were able to get out of bed, you were meditating, you were doing yoga, you were practicing in that way. What does it look like for you now? Mm -hmm. Because I know that you've kind of stepped away from that.
1: Yeah. So I, so now it just comes like grief, for me, just like comes in waves, and I get actually really triggered by it now. Like, if I wake up and I feel really heavy, um, I like my mind goes back to the time I couldn't leave bed. Uh-huh. And so, but now instead of having a pity party, which sometimes it's fun to have a little pity party I mean, every yeah, once in a while, you just need
0: to wallow, you got
1: to do it. But now I'm like, okay, what can I actually do for myself? Which is hard because. I almost feel like as humans, we like to self-sabotage. We're like, Ooh, let's like cuddle up in this sadness. I'm going to be here for a while. (laughs) It's like, yeah, just "Mm, what to do. And now I, what it looks like for me is getting more into my body. So like I can get really, really up in my mind and that Mm -hmm. shit isn't even real. I'm just like, who's telling you these stories? And so When I start to feel heavy, start to get up there, I will literally, like, literally just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. Um, Nature still is a big thing. I'll go to the gym. Um, I have amazing friends and a partner. I I reach out. Like I think I had a really hard time reaching out before because I didn't want people to be worried about me. And looking back, it's like so what? Like actually, worrying actually just means care. And so I'm more vocal about it now. Um, and I'm like actually I could really use some support today. So like mm-hmm. for friends, it looks like um, sometimes retail therapy or just like <laughs> uh,
0: we bought that yeah.
1: <laughs> or just going for a walk. I'm a like huge verbal processor. So even just getting like walking and talking for me, that's my jam. Um, partner wise, I'm just like, um, can we cuddle? Like, I just really love to be held. Well, and uh, you're
0: so lucky that you have a, a partner who understands that So too, grateful. Who yeah. Is also going through his own journey. Yeah. And, he went through you know, loss like,
1: and all of that. And there's like a certain, there's compassion and understanding. Right, I'm so grateful other, yeah, for that. You
0: can meet each other at, in a way that you've never had in a partner. Exactly.
1: Before. And yeah, I think the only difference is like, I'm just more vocal now. Like I'm owning my experience rather than denying it. Mm -hmm. Even when I was doing this amazing work and like yoga and all of that, I still had this like front of like, I'm okay. I'm fine. Cause I think I remember, I forgot, I think my mom told me that someone had said that they were like genuinely worried about me and that like freaked me out i was like yeah. i'm monica i don't worry about me and it's just like, like hey, i'm a boss bitch who doesn't need yeah. anyone like, i like I can put myself on a pedestal <laughs> and it's like no bitch you a human like, like take a step back exactly put yourself down the
0: next rung of the ladder because you ain't up there exactly
1: <laughs> take it down and i journal a lot um. still um the social media used to be a really big thing um, which was really cool at the time. I did a blog and a website and I sold Mike's um, photography on Etsy. Now I actually feel the opposite about social yeah. media. Um, I think it's really cool that like we're doing this and sharing. It's just like more of a personal thing for me. I'm trying to be like more present with the relationships in my life right now. Yeah. And, but I think, I think we have to be open to the shifts. Like that's exactly what I needed at that time. Like I'm not going to bash my experience that's what I needed to do. And right now, this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think just like being open to that flow. Like we're I love this quote and um my partner and I will like say it sometimes, but it's like when you you're meeting a new person every single day. So to like put yourself in a category and be like this is me, this is how I grieve, this is what I do. It's like you're totally closing yourself off. Mm-hmm. So like be open.
0: Well, because humans are fluid beings yeah we are living and breathing and evolving and changing every day and mm-hmm. so for you to say i am this person to box yourself into that category which is why i hate labels period same for everything it's Preach. Like- we're white, we're black, we're queer, we're straight. We're whatever. We're human. We're literally all fucking human. And we're all just people like Mm -hmm. trying to live and breathe and like be functioning people, you know, just to get through this shit storm. That is a world that we Mm -hmm. live in, you know? And so for you to like box yourself in and say like, that's me. Like, it's not at all the truth because we ebb and flow and we change every day. We Mm -hmm. wake up as new people every day. The experiences that we have every day are different. The people that we meet every day are different. And we take a piece of all of those experiences and those people with us. And so to say we're the same that we were years ago or even weeks ago is not at all true.
1: Exactly. Nailed it. Um. Oh my gosh! I can't stop burping today. This is so perfect. I don't know. It's What's just going? so natural and not I'm like pretending like it. I don't burp. Oh, just today. What's wrong? It's like it's every day. But um, no, I love that, and it's so true. I can't stop. <laughs> it's so true. I can't believe I just did that. I'm I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I burp all the time. Like I don't even know notice that I'm burping. The only reason I noticed I'm burping is I have a microphone in front of me right now. Other than that, I'm just like... Right,
0: because we would do this all the time. All yeah, people are it, like, what was us, that? None of us would ever question it. Neither, like, totally. neither of us would have, like a second guess.
1: But like coworkers are like, what was that? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even know that I'm doing it anymore. So I will be burping more, probably.
0: It's okay. Great.
1: But... Um, um, I, want you you to finish
0: y- I was just saying that we're all like w- to box ourselves in doesn't make any sense because we're always changing and evolving. And you were saying how like you needed social media and meditation and all mm-hmm. of that at that time. And now you need relationships and presence and presence and walks and nature. Um, so I want to, get further into that because you and I are both very into astrology and tarot and the interconnectedness of all living creatures. Um, you know, I, both of us believe that we are connected to each other. We are connected to the earth. We are connected to the stars. We are mm-hmm. connected to the water and the waves and the moon and all of that. And I want to know how that has shif- shifted or shaped your Journey to becoming the Monica that I know you to be today through grief. Because for me, I've Mm -hmm. been really latching onto that, especially in the last year of my grief. I've been Mm -hmm. really, really like heavily feeling connected to the seasons and Mm -hmm. the moon cycle. And like, I for me, I feel the pull of waves when I'm like in a like. I'm, I'm near a body of water like that to mm-hmm. me is like my sanctuary it's my refuge because i can feel the movement yeah. and the living breathing like water That's so beautiful. like what to, i want I you want are to the ocean i am the ocean i truly <laughs> believe i'm water i'm like love i love it i have always 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 had an affinity for water and a connection to water
1: wait are and you a water sign no i'm not
0: i'm um aries which is fire
1: oh yeah Balance,
0: but I'm um my moon is Aquarius, which is water, and my um, rising is uh Cancer.
1: Amazing. I always like, I always think that I know what my chart is, and I for like I tell people that my chart is like my partners. It's really weird. I'll be like, I'm a, I'm an Aquarius rising, you're and like, my no, sister-in-law is like, No, you're not. And I was like, Oh, like I'm not even, I just forget. You're okay. And they don't really know, like like because I'm super into astrology. Like when I hear it. Um, especially when I'm really stoned, I'm just like, I'm so into it. I'm just like, oh my god, like, I literally become like Saturn, but then, like, I don't, I can't back. Like, here's my thing this actually ties into everything. I'm really into a lot of things, and I also can't back Again, them up. It's
0: all interconnected, though. yeah.
1: Like, because you know, we live in a world today where people are like, where'd you get that source from? And I'm just like, my fucking gut.
0: Yeah. Like my intuition to to CNN, like I trust the world around me.
1: Exactly. So that's really, I think what it comes down to is I have trusted in myself and like nurtured this part of myself that is like a very deep inner knowing. And so and I do feel it more out in nature because I'm like uh-huh. alone and I have my own space and well, it's just and like you can feel
0: all of the other living, breathing creatures
1: around you. you all feel of a sudden, the... I become Snow White. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> I just have all that's of amazing. these. <laughs> I just have all of these animals running after me, and I'm a, then I'm a tree. And no, I'm just kidding, but um, I'm picturing that scene in Shrek when she's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and like. All these deer are like <laughs> running, but um, I'm building up to that.
0: LOL. Oh, oh, oh. Hashtag that.
1: goals, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's like this deep inner knowing that I've nurtured, and I don't really know like how to explain that. However, I do strongly believe we all have that. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm. We're not we super We have humans. to it. Like, exactly, it's, it's something that
0: we have to pour into and we have to learn it. But I truthfully believe that it is innate in all of us. Yeah.
1: And it's just becoming like aware of it and like not doubting it because you know, when something's about to happen and you like your stomach, your chest, like whatever part of your body feels something, it's like, listen to that. And if we don't listen to that, the only thing that happens is we get further away from it. If we do listen to it, we get closer to it. That's the only difference. We all have it. Um, and so for me, and it works. Like I just listen to my gut and my intuition and I feel like a psychic medium. Sometimes I'm just like, can I tell sometimes. you your future? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Want to read my palm right now? Let me
1: get really stoned and then I can tell you your future.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, and that's also part of it. I think marijuana is a natural product of the earth. And so it helps feel- me. Right. Exactly. To feel and to help process and like learn from something that is natural, that brings a natural high.
1: Exactly.
0: It, it brings you in touch with yourself, with your body, with your mind, with your soul, with your spirit, with the earth. Yes. and
1: Which is why I like to make fun of it too, because right? it's like, honestly, like, like I get like, like higher feelings when I'm high. That's hilarious. It's also just true for it, me. Right. Like, and that's why it's so funny because we have so many like stereotypes or like, if somebody says this something drummer, really deep, they're like, oh, mean, are you high? And it's just like, yeah. And I'm like, actually, yeah, I am. And I'm getting these sweet thoughts right, right now. exactly. And I'm feeling it. So it's funny, like going back, like, it nothing, it doesn't have to be serious. <laughs> just like laugh about it. It's funny. <laughs> that's funny that I was really high. And now all of a sudden I'll tell you your future. Great.
0: I'm so into this. I just, okay, I uh, am now thinking about us at Telluride Bluegrass Festival when we were completely obliterated, high off our <laughs> minds, and Gregory Alanisikov was playing. Oh no. <laughs> and I was the quietest I've ever been outside of that night. You um, guys. On the lake. Um, like, after Mike passed. Those two are, I think, are the quietest I've ever been in my entire existence. No, it's
1: so funny, because when you get, it's, you're, like, this, like, <laughs> like, loud, like, I, like, you can hear him if you live in any state, and, like, <laughs> He gets stoned, and all of a sudden, he, I'm just like, you're silent. grounding me. Silence. silent. Comp-
0: I, because when I get high, I fold within myself. Yeah. I feel everything, and I see everything. It's amazing. And I, I just, I want to be part of it all. And so yeah. when we were at Ride, um, and Gregory Allen Issaacov was playing San Luis, or San Luis, which mm-hmm. w- is like my favorite song by him. And I always say San Luis because of the San Luis Valley. Like further down state, I said San
1: Luis, but I just like added a few letters in. I don't uh, know what you yeah, know, whatever. Is. But anyways, oh, cares, keep but, going. In. Um,
0: <laughs> so it, that song is my favorite song by him. And then like to uh, like be like completely grounded and present in that moment, but also because I was like out of my mind high. I think I'd have like three edibles that day or something. I was
1: like, you are so grounding though. I, was- I remember, I remember <laughs> looking at you, and I'm just like. I my tears like, streaming down yeah. my face. <laughs> we have a video. I have a video of it actually, but I was like I was just like this is too much for me. And you were just like you literally were just like a Buddha all of a sudden and you were like I was like oh my god, you're by literally doing nothing and being silent, you like helped me out cuz I was like what's going on? No. And that I think it is again part of the spirituality we have the
0: be, most beautiful background it was a, a mountain stage like yeah. completely pitch black with only the stars in the sky as lights it was like cool. being high obviously on natural substances being touched by beautiful music which are people's words and thoughts and feelings being portrayed in art real and shit right that's there. real shit exactly it's beautiful and I think you know like I just that's that's how we need to be I like can't even put a yes, sentence right no, now because like, I'm it. just getting so excited <laughs> about that moment and yeah. that that to me is the spirituality <laughs> of grief and healing and life it's mm-hmm. we, we can all be interconnected and we can all feel that yes and we can feel it in different ways it comes in music it comes in art it comes in nature it comes in being high it comes in whatever the form that yeah. it comes in it doesn't matter in what way it manifests it's just allowing it's just yourself allowing to- feel feel
1: that that. yeah and it's like yeah the really really dark deep stuff like feel that be in it the really really light hearted happy giddy be in that it's just like be in everything and don't resist it like let it flow through Mm -hmm. you that's all we need to do and it's so hard i still have trouble with it like i'm like oh no i'm not feeling that i'm not going there and it's Mm -hmm. just like okay Oh, we'll come back to you in a few days when you're ready. (laughs) It's like it doesn't go anywhere,
0: so just right because it just ends up sitting with you and it like physically manifests. Yeah, it makes you ill. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I've found that like I, I. I wasn't able to talk about my grief for a very long time. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. able to talk about my emotions for a very long time. And I think part of that is being raised in the rural Midwest and Mm -hmm. being raised in a conservative home where men are not supposed to have emotions. Men are not supposed to speak about these things. And now as an adult, I'm like, fuck all of that. Like, are you kidding me? I'm like the most sensitive, the most emotional being. I cry Mm -hmm. every goddamn day. That just
1: reminded me. It's It's like the unlearning. It's like, yeah, you basically just have to unlearn everything. Thing. It's like everything feels like a program. It's like, shut that shit down. Hit like, that come... red
0: button that they tell you not to hit. Exactly. Because it's so fun. Down.
1: We all want to hit that red
0: button. Right. We like, don't be a fucking wrench. Like, be a wrench in the machine. Don't be a gear. Like, shut it down, you know?
1: Whoa, I got to think about that for a few minutes. Like, the gear
0: is always turning the machine. It's like, you know, like, it's <laughs> But the wrench, like, oh, if you like, yeah. throw a wrench in it. Like, you know? That's a good it stops one. It. I'm
1: going to write that down.
0: Write that shit down. Dang, But I mean, yeah, so that's that's spirituality. And I think like both you and I feel that a lot. Um mm-hmm. okay, I want to switch gears um from spirituality to the like time frame of things. We've talked about this and how it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we feel really great and like we feel light and even and Like amazing, and then out of nowhere, our like shit piles up, and we're uh, like in the fetal position on the ground.
1: Somebody is like, all systems shut down. (laughs) We're going in.
0: <laughs> and you're just like, no. Like Monsters, Inc. when they have, yeah, they have yeah. the, the hazmat suits.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, do we keep, why do we keep referencing
0: children's movies? Because oh. it's so accurate. <laughs> Which is that's also so humor, good. though. Like, yeah. It's all, we bring humor to all of this. And Okay, so anyway. Yeah. I want to, like, <laughs> the time frame of it all because it comes in waves for us. And mm-hmm. I think it comes in waves for everyone. I think that's natural and that's yep. organic. And it, uh, Yeah. So... It's been now five, six years, how long has it been since we graduated be, from college? Five years five, right? Yeah. Um, so five years that it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, we are now older than Mike was when he passed, which is a Crazy. weird milestone. Yeah, it's like strange to think about. So now at this point, how do you see grief trauma loss mm-hmm. ptsd mental health show up in yeah. a cyclical like what does that cycle look like
1: for yeah. you first of all i'm just so grateful that i even see it like i said like that i'm evil like i'm able to be like this is a trigger for me like this is trauma coming up so like that's super cool that i'm able to like be in tune like that um Wait, what was the question? <laughs> sorry, I <just> forgot. <laughs> I had something really cool to say and then it just left me. <laughs> it was? <laughs> like, it's like, It was how does you... Uh, what, is, what, is like, your
0: what does your cycle it look, look like, like, now? like
1: now? Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, it, looked, <laughs> it just comes in... It's like still... It's still a wave. Why is there
0: a leaf in my pants?
1: I don't know. <sighs> You're going to make me forget it again. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> ah! No, I'm just kidding. You don't make me do anything. I make myself do it. But um. Well, yeah, so just like it's not when he first passed away, the wave was like a f- tsunami, is that a That's in the ocean, right? It just yes. Poof,
0: going tsunami crazy is like a storm, a tropical
1: storm. Yeah. So grief felt like super unstable then. Like I couldn't good word. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint it. I couldn't control it. I couldn't understand it. It was like a storm, whereas now it's kind of just random and it's not as intimidating. It's just like it's actually in a way it's actually really helpful because I feel something and then I'm able to be like, okay, like what triggered that and what can I do? Rather than just like being it and like letting it take me over, I'm literally just picturing myself in a tsunami. Just like
0: fuck, that's funny because as you're speaking, I'm singing in my head. The tide is high, but (laughs) our fault. I
1: knew you were doing something else. I'm like, why are you smiling? This isn't funny. I was literally
0: picturing that, like you, like walking on water, like singing.
1: That would be great. (laughs)
0: oh my gosh okay i think we need to like (laughs) recompose ourselves so we're gonna take another quick break (laughs) to like get back on track because neither of us are functioning right now
1: okay i know i don't understand what's happening
0: okay so now that we've like composed ourselves here and like put ourselves back in order um
1: we're never back no, never in order. back in order good try though who are we even kidding I just excuse me. <laughs> I was like what are you doing I'm airing out the room
0: okay so <laughs> the cycle though like I think you're in a different phase of this cycle because it's been quite a few years now mm-hmm. and like Obviously, it's it's different, and there's like, Trump like traumatic anniversaries that like bring up feelings, and um, I think that that's important to honor and to value, mm-hmm. and to really name that space of like today's going to be hard or this week's exactly. going to be hard, and you know, for me, the month of October and the month of November are the like the times in space where I've experienced the most loss, and so it is very difficult this time of the year for me. Mm-hmm. And then especially right now, I'm still so close to a lot, like a lot of my loss and grief and trauma and PTSD mm-hmm. and a lot of that. And I'm still like, it's still very much so in the like,
1: you're in the tsunami. Phase. Yeah. I'm
0: still very much so in the like tsunami, like yeah. just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. And you are like at that, like rising tide, like, you know, kind of phase right and. now. But again, it's going to evolve for both of us and
1: shift. Exactly. And I think the most <laughs> important thing is we're both owning it. And like, that's all you can do. It's just like, Own your experience, Mm -hmm. no matter where you're at. Like, be like, this is where I'm at. I guess from personal experience, um, ever since Mike passed and I, like, came into this, I guess, different new version of myself and started owning my experience, the more, like, you create a safe space around you for other people to open up and be like, oh, sweet, I'm not alone. Like, that's all I want to do is, like, create that space because – we're all we're all in this together like we all feel some crazy stuff and when you can like talk about it and just be there for one another i think that's the most important thing that we can do like Mm -hmm. if that means talking to a deer or meditating like whatever like do what you gotta do Mm -hmm. because only you know at the end of the day what you need for yourself and talking about it helps elevate it and helps bring it to light and make it better.
0: Totally. Do you go to therapy? I I know that we've talked about it a little bit before and that it's been different Mm -hmm. journeys for both of us, but do you, do you currently go to therapy?
1: I don't, I actually never (laughs) have. Um, I guess how I look at therapy is, um, first like through yoga and meditation and just like through support around me. And when I worked wilderness therapy, I actually got to like
0: be the therapist
1: yeah so it's really cool um I do encourage it though just I haven't personally experienced it but I think it's really cool and like an amazing outlet mm-hmm. and should be talked about more absolutely and that's, like, why that's like what like what that thing is there for like to talk about and like get your stuff out and yeah so... and
0: that's why I'm bringing it up because we've talked so much about relationships and connections and support yeah. systems and I think it's super important, like critical to people's health and well-being to have that like intimate support system. Um, But I have come to love therapy in the last, I've been going now regularly for like four months. And yeah, that's um, amazing. I go weekly and I love it. And what I've come to realize is that the like ability to talk about this stuff with someone who doesn't know Mm-hmm. And isn't connected. Yeah, like, like detachment. To talk to, right. Yeah. To talk to you and to talk to like my coworkers who, uh, like, are people who might love and trust, like my intimate group, my family members, you know, the people that like know me and know my experiences and know all of these emotions that I'm feeling and carrying. It's mm-hmm. beautiful and like it's so important. But to talk to someone who doesn't know that side yeah. of me and who like doesn't have that investment, mm-hmm. I've really found to be so helpful. Yeah. Um, and and I think
1: it, yeah, I think it just comes down to like knowing that for yourself. Like that's what you need and you're doing mm-hmm. it. And that's yeah. amazing. Right. You exactly. know, it's like, do what you need to do. And there's just, yeah, there's <clears throat> such a weird shame and guilt behind it mm-hmm. when it's actually like a, it's self-care. Yeah. Well, it's there's shame another and guilt form. In
0: all of this, talking yeah. about it, experience, not experiencing it. And that's the wrong way of putting this, but, um, to live in your experience is there's shame around. Exactly. Um, and
1: so I say, yeah. just keep owning it. Like just, just be in it and know that you're not alone.
0: Uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, I've taken up so much of your time today and I don't obviously want to, I mean, like we will spend hours, you're welcome. Hours talking (laughs) together with each other about all of this. And obviously this is not a like one day conversation. This is things that like we talk about all the time, but Mm -hmm. um, I want to, end. so have you listened to my podcast yet? Any of the episodes? I
1: haven't. But I literally just pictured us going, oh, is that how
0: you end? (laughs) No, but we can today. Um, I end all of my episodes by asking my guests... Um, what sisu means to them and you know my background i'm, I'm finnish um, mm-hmm. my grandfather's a first generation american um and we're very in touch with our like finnish heritage mm-hmm. um and sisu is the word that translates in english to guts determination tenacity resilience Love that, that. Like, kind of that kind of um a, a thought process or that kind of like feeling that's our next um, tattoo Oh, oh, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Sisu on so well, my back. <laughs> I'm so into there we
0: this. Go. Um, we're going to get tattoos next weekend, so <laughs> great. Okay. Um, anywho, so I want to ask you, what does that mean to you today? In this conversation, in this moment, what does Sisu mean to you, and how does it relate to your mental health journey?
1: Wow, uh, putting me on the spot, is Story. I'm just kidding. So it means gut and like guts, hmm.
0: determination, tenacity, resilience. Oh,
1: wow, that's like so many good words in one word.
0: I know. <laughs> oh which is God. why it's like, so they, it's a lifestyle for Finns. They believe in like
1: I love that.
0: Em- embodying this, yeah. this, um, this concept of SISU.
1: Yeah. Um, wow. The word that keeps coming up and I don't even know, I don't really have like a big explanation. I just, when I heard gut, I heard intuition and like a deep knowing. So like, that's what it means to me. Like a deep intuitive knowing.
0: I love that because yeah. in order to have that deep intuitive knowing, you have to be gutsy. You have to be brave. Mm-hmm. You
1: have to put yourself, put out, yourself there. out there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And in there. And, it, it, yeah. You know what? Wait, <laughs> one more thing. Um, I have done this thing. So, you know, when you're like, I'm going to call you out for this. Next time when you call someone out, say, hey, I need to call you in for this. You're calling them into themselves instead of outside of themselves. I love that. So, I, that. I don't know. It's just really helped me. Because it's like, wait, I'm calling you in. Like, look inside. So, yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Um, you. okay, you well- beautiful. <laughs> you are even more
1: beautiful.
0: <laughs> um so uh, to end today um because this podcast is all about connection it's all about human it's all about human huh? human humanity it's all about empathy it's all about finding connection and mm-hmm. like support through our mental health journeys with other people who are on similar or different or whatever journeys um I want you to plug anything of yours that you want to plug are there any side projects that you're working on is there social media that people can reach you at in case they want to like talk about loss and grief and all of that jazz like where can people connect to you at
1: wait are you asking me yeah oh sorry that was like such that was so beautiful that i was just like (laughs) i just started doing finger guns i know i was like like (laughs) like so ready to go because of the finger guns (laughs) I was just like that meant like you're on a roll like keep going oh my gosh (laughs) um wow I'm spacing out where can people find me yeah and like
0: what projects are you working on right now like what is is there anything that like you really want to like like plug and like share with people right now
1: honestly I'm doing like a lot of uh, like inner observation work for myself so it's not really anything um to show or share right now you can find me on instagram at mon just kidding um Why are i'm you not kidding i don't know i just said like, i'm not kidding thing yeah no i'm not kidding um i feel so caught off guard right <laughs> I'm now. i'm so sorry my attention span is like <laughs> Um,
0: the caffeine is kicking in uh, well. yeah. we, have, we have French, don't even presses. Need we have French presses of coffee this morning.
1: <laughs> no, but I guess just like I'm not actually doing anything significant right now. And to me, that's significant.
0: Okay. Uh, Does that make yeah, sense? No, that's like perfect.
1: By doing like actually nothing, I'm actually just like getting into more of a structure and a routine and like grounding myself in this place. And that's actually the best thing i can be doing for myself. i think there's different seasons and different things. please don't do that. Um, <laughs> and, um, so yeah, i'm just like i'm in this like season of structure and grounding and not like that exciting. like i mean i think i'm an exciting person but i'm not doing anything like too crazy right now.
0: Well, and that's good. That's part yeah. of the, that's part of the journey.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Yes. Okay. What are you doing?
0: Oh wow, no one's ever asked me Yeah Um, Now I feel out Yes Um, (laughs) So therapy has been really huge Um, Mm -hmm. I have a couple of things That are in the works That I'm not going to talk about on the podcast Because they're not public Rated R They're not public yet Um, You already know what they are Um,
1: Yeah I can't really think of it right now But I probably (laughs) do i
0: Um, I've been writing a lot lately. Um, writing is super healing for me Mm -hmm. and those are things uh, just, uh, I am someone who, like you said earlier, you're a verbal processor, you're a visual, like a, a visual person. I am a very creative person in the fact that I connect with words and I connect with like verbalizing things. Mm-hmm. So that's I, beautiful. I'm the speaker usually, like I love talking. I love connecting with people over stories, but I also love connecting with other people's words, which is why I love music and why I love writing. Um, mm-hmm. so I've been reading a lot of poetry. I've been writing a lot and listening to lots of music, listening to other people's podcasts, specifically about mental health right now. Cause that's very much so where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are some projects that I'm working on, um, right now
1: amazing no one's
0: ever asked me that that's great wow
1: Wow. well yeah
0: I say no and I've had one guest on what am I even saying Um, you can
1: ask yourself that I should be asking myself what am I doing what projects am I working on yeah okay well thank yeah. you Monica so much for being here yes. today and
0: for allowing me to record with you obviously we, we do this stuff without recording all the time but I think it's really special and really valuable for people to hear your story and to connect with you in the way that I get to connect with you all the time because I do love you so much and you're love literally you. my favorite human oh, so I want everyone else to to feel it, it, oh, the connection thank you. to you that I do so thank you so much thank for
1: you. being here thanks for having me in well. my own home this morning. <laughs> Thanks
0: for inviting me yeah. for breakfast. <laughs> no problem. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to connect with me, you can email me at it's all in my at gmail.com. Add me on Instagram at itsallinmyhead.show or connect with me on Twitter at all in my show.